Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. Welcome to One Shots, a Dumb Dumbs and Dice podcast where professional voiceover actors and improvisers tackle one-shot stories created in a variety of hit RPGs. I'm your host, DJ One Shot, and I'm here to welcome you to Police Cops, Garney and Slam. This arc features our DM Tom McGee, player Ryan LaPlante as Maverick Cop Richard Slab, and Tyler Hewitt as by-the-book police officer John Garney. Our heroes have set aside their differences and busted a Norwegian-Mexican Los Vikingos orphanage drug lab. Now they're standing over a bomb in a room full of orphans and who knows what else is around? Nobody knows because it's one shot! <laughs> Police Cops Edition. You never thought you'd hear the telltale deadly ticking of a bomb in the basement of an orphanage. But days, days are a bit like crooks. They just don't know when to quit. And this day just keeps coming. Uh, you make your way into um, the basement facility of uh, the Holy Gruel. Um, and uh, despite all the action you just shot through, you're unprepared for the sight uh, before you. Um, you're in a massive drug sorting room. Um, where orphans stand at conveyor belts uh, wearing, uh, like medical masks uh just packing avocado toast into avocados uh for distribution on the streets um but uh clearly having heard the commotion uh you're just in time uh to see a uh a, a tall man with uh with a long red beard um and uh a very like slick suit uh but it's got a bit of a mariachi vibe to it like uh you know it's it's very nice it's got a lot of embellishments uh, and he walks, and for some reason, his his shoes click like a tap dancer's. But it sounds really cool. Um, and uh, you see him uh, flick a switch on a bomb, and you hear the the telltale ticking. Uh, and you see him hold up a switch, um, and uh, he says, "Oh, police cops, you've come to stop us, have you? That's right. It is me, Eric Larojo, first lieutenant." There we go. That's why I don't know him. <laughs> of Los Vikingos. And you have found our secret lab. Now, you must die. Um, and then uh, there's like a, a mariachi. He's like, um, and uh, he throws himself behind a table. And uh, two thugs pop up on either side. The, the orphans all scream through their tiny masks uh, and duck. 
um, and they opened fire. So, um, <laughs> I was going to say, Tom, just to be clear from the ending of the last one, the bomb had a 10-second timer on it. Is that, I guess, not started until he clicks the button? Uh, no, it's an it? action movie, so that 10 seconds action is just going to like happen at, okay, at we're good. Good. We got time. Uh, yeah, uh, so it's, it's ticking down from 10. You have 10 seconds to solve this situation. That 10 seconds will likely be movie 10 seconds, so probably like the better part of 20 minutes, but you only have 10 <laughs> seconds to stop the bomb. Oh, so it's like the end of a Fast and Furious where you can r- drive along a runway for an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's like any movie where the heroes need to escape from somewhere where there is a bomb that they can't defuse, and it's ticking, and they like make it down four flights of stairs and around several corners and up a ladder and out. Uh, it's that kind of 10 seconds. But you can also tell Eric Larojo has a dead man switch. So if he if his pulse stops beating, that 10 seconds is going to feel like 10 seconds. Okay. All right, so when we look at these two guys, Tom, is there one conveniently Richard size and one conveniently <laughs> John size? Uh, no, they're uh, they're just two regular sized guys uh, in leather jackets. Uh, they look like extras that you bought on a discount. Um, they were just available if they brought their own wardrobe, uh, and they, they each have uh, have like submachine guns, uh, and they open fire as uh, Eric Larojo begins to run away. Um, I want to, uh... I should say uh, their bullets are currently pinging off your, uh, your oh, okay. door riot <laughs> shield. Door. Okay. Yeah. Um, in that case, I want to, um, rush with my riot shield, uh, the guy on the left. Okay. I want to rush him. And Just, then I, I was going to say, I want to grab a key of avocado toast, yep. and I just want to huck it and hit the other guy in the head and then like and fly in with a nightstick right after it all right i like this um cool so uh gurney you rush forward knocking orphans left and right um as you uh you plow towards uh the guy on the left Uh, there's accessories mr buzzcut uh so you start rushing towards mr buzzcut uh and is your goal to slam him into the wall um it is yeah, yeah, slam him into the wall sounds fine, yeah. Uh, okay, great. So you bull rush in there, uh, shield up, uh, bullets pinging off you. Uh, can you please go ahead and uh, roll for violence uh, with muscles? That's a better roll. Because it's against crime, I get plus one, so that is 18. Oh, damn, son. 18? How uh, did you get that on 2D6? Did you roll 2d6? 2d6, so, yeah, 6 and 6. <laughs> mm-hmm. Plus 1, plus 3. So, 16. 16, ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, you're right. 16. All right. No but worries. I, like, this is the best possible thing I can do. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is still excellent. Uh, Gurney, you're still pissed off that your your and Kevin's hard-earned dollars have gone to this sham of an orphanage uh, mm-hmm. when um, you could have been supporting little orphan somebody, the rival orphanage across street. Um, oh, that's the name of a thing? Okay. Yeah, because uh, you don't have to be an Annie. Every orphan's a somebody. Got it. That's the reference. Okay. Um, but uh, so you you really throw your shoulder into it, uh, and as uh, the orphans get knocked aside, uh, you smash Buzzcut uh, strongly against a wall. Uh, so you get to choose three. You can inflict terrible harm, which is plus one harm. 
uh, the target can drop something. Uh, the target is knocked <clears throat> down. You can make a mess. Something explodes. You hit a whole bunch of people area, or you can escape or close in. I can choose how many of those? Three. Um, I'll so I have... think we'll say one of them is probably closing in, since that's what you're actively in the process of doing. Yeah, I'll so be closing in. So two more. Uh, knock down and drop something. Uh, I wanted to drop his SMG. Um, so Buzzcut came highly recommended to Los Vikingos as an enforcer. They said the only weakness he has is he used to be a bike courier. And he has an eternal fear of being doored. Um, <laughs> and unfortunately, that one key weakness comes home to roost as you smash him. Uh, and just like he was, whenever he got doored on the streets, he immediately ragdolls and uh, the submachine gun flies out of his hand uh, and you knock him to the ground. Meanwhile, uh, across the room, Slab. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I look at the guy because he's between me and the bomb. Yep. And his captain. And I say to him, you know what? Some people are the gatekeeper and the key master. Uh, and then I just whip the key of avocado toast <laughs> at him. And that's when I dive into whack him. Uh, amazing. So um, do you want to use that as a killer one-liner and then roll a stunt? I mean, yeah, I think that would be fun. Great. Right, so for the one-liner, that is a seven. Um, so, uh, on a seven, you take one forward on your next roll, or your buddy is impressed, and you can add plus one to camaraderie. I feel like plus one forward is kind of more in the spirit of this. Yeah, that feels right. Um, but, uh, you also have someone who's enraged and immediately attacks you, someone you care about is hurt, or the comment slows an action scene down and not in a good way. I think he's enraged and immediately attacks me, because I think he does get hit with a blast of avocado toast, which includes meth. So yeah, I think yeah, yeah. it speeds so, him up, uh, I think it's, well, we'll, we'll say it's happening, like, simultaneously. Like, he sees you throw, and time slows. Um, and um, he, he just yells, No, my sobriety! Uh, and then he just starts firing uh, the submachine gun at you. Uh, so uh, you're going to take one harm. Um, as uh, a, a bullet catches you in the shoulder. Uh, but then the avocado hits him in the face, blasting him with uh, a... Oh, sorry, we're still rolling for the stunt. So you've just yelled the one-liner, he opened fire, uh, roll was, a stunt. Here's an see. interesting thing, Tom. I mm. also have an ability called Smile Through the Pain because Slab is at his coolest when he's injured. <laughs> so whenever I take damage, I have to immediately roll a, a plus swagger, which comes to... That is a 12. Wow. Damn. So, okay, so you're still rolling the same then. Okay. Cool. I get to hold two. So, uh, oh man. Dope. <laughs> huh. Okay. So I want to uh, substitute swagger for another stat for this move so I can stunt with swagger. Yep. Um, and I will. Uh, save an automatic 10 plus on a hold with another killer one-liner. All right, so I stunt towards him. So this is tossing the, the avocado. Beautiful. All might. Uh, that is an 11, because I'm using swagger now. All right, so uh, you throw it perfectly. Uh, you get to take plus one forward uh, from that. Um, the avocado soars through the air, and as it does, slab. You're reminded of uh, like we as as we like follow the avocado. Suddenly, it becomes a baseball, uh, and we see you and Nick Gallows uh, just out out behind uh, Nick's parents' house, 
just tossing the old baseball back and forth. Um, yeah, I mean, we're both fully adult undercover cops, but it's 100%. still fun. This was like a month ago. Um, and uh, he catches the ball. And he's like, huh, you know, I always wondered if maybe there is a field of dreams out there for cops like us. That maybe one day if we build a better city, truly people will come. Like that movie about baseball, a league of their own. And then he throws <laughs> throws the ball back to you. Yeah, and then I catch it and I say, if you become a ghost and you end up in a field... I'm going to bust you. Let's uh, go watch Ghostbusters. And, you, uh, and you, that's how you, I link this yeah, I was with my say, one you, you toss it, he, he catches it, he's like, I guess you truly are the key master. Uh, at which point the um, avocado impacts uh, the, the guy's face. Uh, you see him snort it and his eyes like uh, dilate and he just kind of falls over. Um, and uh, you hear the orphans applaud. And you like, nice throw, mister! And one of them's like, good Ghostbusters reference! Um... But uh, the bomb is now ticking down. It's at eight seconds. Oh my god! <laughs> um, so the you temporarily incapacitated both these guys. What do you do? Do you go after Air Claude Rojo? Or do you go after uh, the bomb? Uh, I um, I'll show from across the room. Uh, I'll take care of the bomb. You go after Eric. That's you got it partner uh and then i'm just like you're going down you son of a bitch uh and you just see me like jump over the one of the tables like almost needlessly just like to the side <laughs> and like a full like sliding over the roof of yeah, a it's car like a, a chow yun fat level of destroying things on a table <laughs> as he slides over them yeah. yeah and then i just like jump over a second table towards him and i'm like you may <laughs> yep. be a viking but I'm the Black Plague, uh, and I swing in with the nightstick. Uh, and my goal is to break his arm holding the dead man switch and then take it out of his hand. Uh, okay, so... Do you want to use that as your instant Yes, pass? I do. <laughs> so take uh, now two forward uh, on your next roll. Uh, because you... Snowballing. Yeah, you succeeded in your stunt and uh, with your killer one-liner. Awesome. I mean, I know you, you've never rolled well in this game, so this will be really exciting <laughs> to just rig the rolls this way. It's a new twist for me. Yeah, you got to get that 18 Tyler was after. Yeah, so now I'm just holding the dead man switch in his hand and just like shaking his broken arm a little bit just to fuck with him because he seems like an asshole. I'll, um, uh, I'll go up to the, the bomb and, uh, and I'll shout, get everyone out of here, clear out. Gurney. You can't be the guy to do this. I dealt with bioweapons when I was in Germany, and you've got a family. Meanwhile, the orphans like, orphans assemble outside. They go, hut, 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 hut. and they're all like punching their time cards as they go, and uh, they they go to line up outside. This is bomb diffusing slab. It's got to be done by the book. There's no improvising here. That's not true. You don't know Los Vikingos. Does this guy seem like he knows what he's doing? Uh, and I shake his broken arm again. <laughs> he stood point. beside the bomb. He's an idiot. <laughs> Better hurry, police cops, for soon it's going to be Caliente in here. I can't let this bomb just go off. This is still an orphanage. <laughs> ah, dead orphanage. <laughs> well, you know what they always say. Captain's got to go down with the ship. Uh, and then I just, I knee the captain guy from Lost Vikingos in the face to knock <gasps> him out. And then I drop him next to the bomb. And then I'm cool. like, let's do this. 
the bomb is at four seconds. Uh, you can hear that the orphans have managed to get uh, the rest of the orphans out. Great. Uh, I'll, I want to attempt to uh, defuse this, uh, this bomb. So, Tom, I would, I would like to spend a corruption point uh, because I can gain access to an off-limits location, and I would just like to automatically, from my German narco bomb days with the Navy <laughs> SEALs, just reach down and pop the thing open so we have access to the wires. I just know this brand of bomb. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you you remember this from your days. Like, it's clearly a, uh, a, a Franco-German bomb. Um, you can tell from the mix of French and German on the label. Uh, you thought you got the rest of these off the streets, but few always slip through the cracks. Yeah, and if Gurney had <laughs> been on his own... the nature of France. If Gurney had been on his own, he never would have known you have to turn the screws the opposite way. That's how the Yakuza <laughs> likes to do it. Righty um, Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> Righty we, dead. That's how I lost the rest of my unit. <laughs> um, all right, so the bomb, the bomb is open, so I'll give you a plus one forward on defusing it. So, Tyler, this is going to be a getting what you want roll. Okay, let me, what is that using? Getting what you want, magnetism, got it, okay. Uh, Tom, could I be the nurse over his shoulder who's just like handing him tools off of drug tables? Sure, yep. Dope. It is a seven. We just got in to the mid-range with that one. Okay. Um... Get what you want, but it comes with an added cost. You can defuse the bomb if one of you stays. Uh, yeah. Or, okay. No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sure, absolutely. Can, no, no, sorry. You can limit. <laughs> uh, you can limit the explosion, but one of you stays. So it'll only like blow up this room, but like one of you has to sit there. Hold- it's the uh, beginning of the X Files movie. Just gotta sit there and hold it. Uh, so, I, uh, I've. I, I say, uh, I, I, I say, I, I grab Slab by the shirt and I kind of pull him in close and I say, I'm about to prove to you that not all of your partners can die. Now get out of here! And I, I shove you kind of out the door uh, and I, I come, uh, kind of come up behind you uh, and I take the door that I have mm-hmm. and I'm basically standing in the doorway with the, the boiler room iron door. And I'm just bracing for this explosion to go off. So I don't can... we have to keep a hand on the bomb, Tom? Yeah, are, are, you, our... are you facing the bomb, Tyler? Or are you facing? Yeah, like, are I'm, you I'm facing... on on bomb side? I'm facing the bomb with the door. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So, sorry to be clear. You and Ryan are now outside, and you're holding the the door up, or you're yeah. inside with the bomb. Like, sorry, I'm trying to figure out. Are you trying to keep Ryan out, or are you outside with him? I'm trying to keep Ryan out. Okay. That's uh, my interpretation of one of us has to stay. Yes. So you're holding the. The, the door up as a shield to stop Ryan from getting back in? No, I'm I, I'm big enough that I can keep him back, but I'm protecting him with the, the door thing. I'm going to have the concussive force of this explosion going off mm-hmm. on my okay. on my door. Okay, cool. Uh, unfortunately, that will not, uh, because you can't keep a hand on the bomb and do that, uh, the bomb does go off. Uh, and uh, you're both blasted backward with tremendous force. Uh, you hear the building begin to, to groan and, and wheeze, uh, and Eric LaRojo yells, Wait, what? Uh, and then the entire thing just, like, implodes. 
um, on him outside. There's like a giant puff of, of orphan dust everywhere. Not that the <gasps> orphans are dust, but it's just okay. dust that orphans have accumulated. Um, and all the orphans are like, oh no, my lungs. Uh, and they all cough and sneeze. Um, you're, uh, you're blasted into a stairwell um, and uh, uh, slab you come to first because when your unit was destroyed in, in Germany dealing with uh, the mafia, um, you, you learned how to take an explosion. Uh, you look over, and Gurney is, is on the ground, not moving. Damn it, Gurney, you dumb son of a bitch. Uh, and I get over, and I'm like, live, damn it. Uh, and it's me just, like, shoving on his chest, and then because it's the 90s, like, blowing air in his mouth. And then I'm like, you gotta live. You gotta live, you bastard. You got kids to get home to. Yeah, uh, like, wail on that chest. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you know yeah. what? You think it's too late. But then suddenly he sits up right after you've had a moment of... <laughs> Of yelling to the sky and the camera panning away. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, Gurney, you, you sit up and um, you almost have a chuckle uh, because you knew you'd be strong enough to hold the blast back from killing you both. And damn it, you did it. But man, Kevin's going to be mad about how ruined your clothes are. Told you so. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe an old dog can learn a new trick. So well. with that, you um, make your way back out, uh, and uh, there's the usual like uh, you know a blanket gets thrown over each of you that you throw <laughs> off, and you the, a couple of the other uh, police cops show up, uh, and you tell like uh, Samo what happened, and he, he agrees to take over. They finish their business with the ambassador, so they've got some extra capacity now, um, and uh, you make your way back to the precinct uh, where you're immediately. Like, you see um, Desk Constable Rash give you, like, a thumbs up, uh, and then he hears uh, Captain Belushi over his shoulder, and then the thumb kind of, like, wilts. Um, <laughs> and uh, you, you're you uh, pulled in uh, into Belushi's office, um, and he's, he's apoplectic. And he's like, what did I tell you to? I told you it was an election year. And I got the mayor breathing down my ass. And now you went and blew up an orphanage? We only have two of those in a large metropolitan city. You have any idea how many orphans we have? Well, now none of them have homes because of you two clowns. Um, and uh, uh, he's like, Commissioner Luna called me personally and told me to kick your asses to the curb. What do you have to say for yourselves? Well, technically, Captain, uh, by definition, the orphans already didn't have homes. So, I mean, kind of a zero-sum there. Oh, you keep (laughs) your technicalities out of here, Gurney. They're not going to help you this time. This isn't getting a better tax return. Well, then here's the deal, you dumb, no-nutted son of a bitch. (laughs) Those kids were being used to make drugs. That wasn't an orphanage. That was a goddamn avocado toast lab. And we took out a bomb and we took out Los Vikingos. And you know what? We didn't didn't lose a single damn orphan. So that mayor owes me a medal. Well, where's the proof? I don't see any avocado toast. You'll find it in the rubble. I mean, Nope, we checked. Just fire. (laughs) And a dead guy with a red beard. It's inside him. Check for tattoos. We checked his body. He was perfectly burnt up. No way All right, check. fine. You want to know where I can find the evidence? It's in the gallows case. I need that file, Chief. You're not getting another case ever. I need can your I... guns and your badges. You're both kicked off the force. No pension, no retirement, and no revenge for the death of Nick Gallows. Can I, uh, can I read a situation before handing in my gun and my badge? Sure, yep. I want to know 
based on what the, the like the crime scene reports coming back um is this like some kind of inside job like is this going does this go all the way to the top i don't know man get after all some dice <laughs> like the evidence should be there we saw it ourselves so six plus read situation swagger oh so minus one so that's five <laughs> Uh, well, it back, is what Tyler. it is. It is, um, it is exactly what it yep. is. Uh, you, I think you, you, you give him the eye, and he's like, I know what you're thinking. You're wondering if this goes all the way to the top. <laughs> I am insulted. I am a man of integrity and stereotypes. If I wasn't already asking for your badge and your gun, I'd be asking for your badge and your gun. Now put him in this box. And he holds out a box full of badges and guns. Yeah, and um, Slab hadn't considered that the chief could be dirty, so Slab looks at him and starts doing the math in his head. <laughs> I want to also that. like to do a read person. All right, go ahead. It'll cost you one camaraderie point, though. I'm with him. We're at a total uh, of one right now, right? We're at a total of two. Oh, okay. So we're All right, so we're down to one. Uh, and my roll is an eight, carrying over my plus two. All right, um, so that's read a situation. Um, okay, so you can ask one, what's my best escape route, way in, way past? Which enemy is most vulnerable to me? Which enemy is the biggest threat? What should I be on the lookout for? What's my enemy's true position? Who's in control here? Chief, no bullshit. Who's in control here? <laughs> Look, Literally like metagaming. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you son of a bitch, I can see the eight written all over your face. Um... <laughs> But I told you, the mayor's up for re-election and it doesn't look great having an orphanage blown up on his watch. Him and the commissioner both told me to come down here and yell at you. Now the DA said to cut you some breaks because you're good cops. But damn it, they got my ass in a vice. Here's the thing, chief. We're not just cops. (laughs) We're police. You think they... The mayor's breathing down your ass? I'll breathe all over your ass. I'll get in that crack. And so will Gurney. He's friggin' huge. His breath's terrible. He's got a family. You can't do this to him. I'll turn in my badge, and I'll turn in both guns. The one Kevin you're wearing and the one you're not. very successful. Don't you pull that shit on me. I've known him for years. They have a nice house. I think because I rolled low on the Reed situation, I'm like, I feel like ashamed that I even questioned the, the chain of command, because I am a by-the-book guy, so I yep. I feel like I've been admonished, and I need to, I, I hand in my badge and my gun, and I'm a little dejected. And the sad, you know, like saxophone solo starts playing for me, yep. you know. And I, I open up my badge and I take off the little pol- part that made me a police officer. And I go, you can take my police badge, but I'll never stop being a cop. <laughs> okay, that's a nonsense word. Bye. <laughs> um, so uh, with that, uh, he calls in uh, Captain Shen and some of the other uh, police cops. To uh, to start uh, start trying to figure out how to clean up your mess, uh, and uh, <laughs> good luck the, rebuilding an orphanage, dicks. <laughs> uh, the uh, the two of you start to make your way out, um, and uh, you see uh, a de- desk sergeant. Uh, I believe he was a constable last time, but now he's a desk sergeant. His rank has shifted considerably. Rash, um, go give you like questioning, shaky thumbs up. I'll solemnly shake my head and kind of. I can't. I can't meet his gaze. You know, I gotta look away. Uh, and you see, kind of a look of determination cross his face, and he kind of like narrows his eyes and just nods at you. Uh, and then the two of you make make your way out. 
Um, where where would you go for the traditional post cop firing uh, commiseration drink? Would you go to like a bar? Would you try and get food? What what do you think the what do you think Slab and Gurney would do? Tough case got the better of them. Well, I th- I think it's it comes down to Gurney's like a, a family man, mm-hmm. and Slab is a a sad loner renegade so it's I think it's a question of like a dive bar or like like a Chili's like a chain restaurant or something like that <laughs> it's kind of like so a Jack we, Astor's I was gonna yeah. say we look at each other and we just both go Dave and Buster's Dave it's Buster. just a compromise right in the middle <laughs> so um uh you both have overpriced beer that for some reason has a straw and um you're you're at a skee-ball machine uh you, you just played a bunch of rounds of Turtles in Time uh, it was pretty rad. Uh, you played some of the the old X Men arcade game. This Dave and Buster's is also like a hipster arcade. Uh, I it's guess the nineteen ninety X. That would actually. Just oh, that's be right. You are nineteen ninety X. Fuck yeah. We're just playing I, the Simpsons arcade game. I was gonna say. I was <laughs> this about, just came out. Yeah, this is great. I don't know if the show's gonna last though. Um, Feels like yeah. I'm playing the Simpsons. Yeah, like the that episode where Smithers stole a diamond from with Maggie, and then. We had to just kill a bunch of people. Just a bunch of people. Anyway, um, yeah, so you're playing uh, all the arcade games that we now pay top dollar to replay on uh, PlayStation or at a hipster bar. Um, and uh, you've, you've been gradually hashing it out kind of about what's what's next for the two of you now that you're, you're no longer police cops. Uh, and that's where, where we find uh, the two of you. Um, Slab, what's your, what's your uh, down and out drink? Uh, oh man, from all his travel. That you uh, could conceivably get into Dave and Buster's or smuggle in, in a flask. Uh, he is drinking a German brand of sake uh, from his flask. Great, yep. He got hooked uh, on it overseas. Yeah, you occasionally pour it into your Dave and Buster's <laughs> drink uh, just to maintain the illusion. Uh, and Tyler, how about you? Because Gurney's such a big guy, it's just a great big fucking glass of beer one of those huge things like a yeah. huge stein yeah they keep it yeah. especially for you because they know occasionally you bring the family here yeah um you're you're the founding member of the stein club uh the only one who has one um so yes that's where where we find the two of you uh what are your plans now that you're you're no longer police cops i think i think gurney's more like how am i gonna how am i gonna tell kevin how am i gonna face my boys I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. You tell them you saved an orphanage full of kids. And if that's not enough for them, they don't deserve you. Did I, though, Slab? Did I? You heard the chief? There was no evidence there. Did we just dream that up? Was that all some kind of avocado toast-fueled trip? Hey, hey, hey. And I slap him across the face. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what you saw. And like, You're police. <laughs> Spit out a ton of beer. Do you know what I know about you? You're by the book. You check your notes. You wrote notes when you were sitting in that ambulance refusing that blanket for that two minutes before we cut to the chief's office. That, that's true. And I pull out my notebook and I, and I put it down on the table and I say, maybe, maybe we missed something the first time around. Maybe there's something in here that the crime scene crew didn't, uh, didn't get. Damn it, you might be right. All right, let's take a look. So uh, you, start, you start reviewing the notes, um, and uh, between the, the notes that the police cops had for you and uh, some of your memories, uh, we do kind of one of those weird, like, CSI, like, 
like <laughs> blurry flashbacks. Uh, if yeah. it was a Guy Ritchie movie, this would be like the montage. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gurney, you realize as you <laughs> Both were of running, our internal monologues like, "Listen up, you can't." So <laughs> yeah. Can. yeah, I bet you're wondering how I found myself in this situation. That's right, it's me, Jason Statham. You're in a monologue. Um, so you uh, you remember as you were rushing towards Buzzcut, um, how strange it was. Um, that uh, you you saw these boxes um, that, uh, that that seemed to say um, Longboat Brigada on them, uh, which seems odd because the 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 yearly New Cargo Longboat Regatta isn't isn't for another week or so, uh, and why why would the who who would want to bring avocado toast with them uh, on a on a on a longboat race that that just seems ridiculous. Oh my god. Longboats. You know who used longboats? Vikings. Vikings. And you know who we didn't find? El Jarl, that Torbjorn Hernandez son of a bitch. He's still in the wind. He's got it all on a longboat somewhere, and he's going to give it to new orphans. Orphans uh, up and down the West Coast are going to be making drugs. Because this is the regatta, I have a question, Tom. Yep. Uh, do I know whether or not the mayor will be there? He will be. In fact, you and Kevin have often taken little Lucas, Ethan, and Ryan, who I should point out are adult-aged children, uh, to the regatta. <laughs> adult it's, sons. Yeah. It, yes, it's it's a it's a yearly tradition, but you know it's it's been um, it's been uh, on on the the decline the past few years. Key sponsors dropping out, um, and it's odd because you know it used to be so commercial, and and now they're. You know, it, it's odd because you don't really see advertising for it anymore, and the the longboats are no longer covered in their traditional NASCAR stickers for Frank's Red Hot Sauce, etc. Yeah. Um, and yet, it still seems to be just as as large an event. Mm. But the one thing you know about the longboat regatta is that all the boats have to be made fresh every year, uh, and you have no idea where those longboats come from. Right, there's always a new set of longboats every year for the regatta. And the mayor's going to be there. Probably and Slab, Slab just starts flying through math in his head, and he's yeah. going back to like the scene, and he's picturing the drugs, and he's picturing that, and he pictures the regatta and the longboats, and then in his head he's like, orphans made the drugs, who makes the boats? And then he just hears the chief goes, there were only two orphanages in this town! <laughs> and he's like, oh my god. One orphanage made the drugs, and the other orphanage made the boats. This is an all-orphan crime ring. They always say the best Viking is an orphan. <laughs> they so, do always say that. The two of you ditch your, your David Buster's gear midway through a good skee-ball tourney that you promise yourselves. Actually, Gurney promises himself that you'll return to one day. Yep. Uh, Slab was only decent at it because he imagined they were grenades and uh, mafia foxholes from the f- dark forest yeah, of and Germany. You, and you overhand grenades, but you gotta underhand the ski ball. Yeah, that's the exactly. And that's why he's been losing. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, the two of you rush to your minivan uh, and book it across town to um, the uh, Little Orphan Somebody uh, building, only to find it in flames. We're too late. I, I, I run up to the... I, like, I run into the burning building for any, like, orphans <clears> in there. 
Um, you uh, you start to run towards the the doorway, and uh, a fire photo is like, oh hey, she's like, so, uh, hey, uh, we got all the orphans. They're right over here. Sorry, they're all under one fire blanket. And she lists the fire blanket, <laughs> and it's just a bunch of orphans like playing dice uh, and smoking. Um, <laughs> and she's like, I told you kids to cut that out. That might be why this factory is burning suspiciously. Um, hey kids, hey kids, here's the question: orphan factory. If any one of you can tell me the exact dimensions of a longboat, I'll adopt you. Um, all of them uh, start to, to do it, and uh, you see uh, the director come over. He's like, no, no, no. If I had a dollar for every I'll adopt you based bet I've seen at this here orphanage, well, I'd have five dollars. I'm not letting you, uh, you pull one over on these kids. Um, but then one of them comes over, um, tugs your leg, and he's like, we made the boat, sir, but it's gone. What can you tell me about that boat, my friend? It was big and hollow, see? They said they needed lots of support crates put in it, see? Lots of things to take to sea, see? Do you think if we went to a place full of boats, you could point out that boat for us? Uh, No, mister. They said they were going to decorate it later. Said there was a place they put the final touches on. Maybe that's where you should take them. Anyway, that's been my time. I'm Orphan Jimmy. Goodbye. Um, and then he not so fast, Orphan Jimmy. And I scoop him up and I say, "I'll take this one." And I take out five dollars. <laughs> I just throw it at the organizer. Uh, and he's like, "Huh? I'll have to reinvent myself now. I guess I'm just Jimmy." Hey, what's your last name? Slab. Jimmy but- Slab. It is. <laughs> Jimmy Slab. You can call me Papa Justice. <laughs> That's great. I'll always know where you are because you're always coming for me. Just like justice. Um, so uh, you leave instructions with where to send Jimmy. Um, and uh, you know now you've got got some pretty solid leads, but you're just missing that last key piece of evidence. You just can't quite get your head around it. And then Gurney, your buzzer starts buzzing. My, 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 what, is my, what does my pager say? What, what yep. does it say? On you whip it out uh, and it says, um, uh, just says, Call Rash and then a phone number. I gotta, I gotta get to a payphone. All right, so you you rush to one of the many convenient payphones that are obviously everywhere and easy mm-hmm. to find, uh, and you uh, you slam in your quarter uh, and punch in the number, uh, and it rings through to another payphone, um, and you hear uh, Rash on the other side, and he's like, um, "Hey, D- Detective Gurney, is that you?" It is. What's up? I'm not calling you from the desk like I normally would because I'm not at my desk. I I saw that you guys had to turn in your guns and badges, and I thought maybe you could use a little bit of backup, so I did some investigating. And it it seems that, well, some of the other police cops were talking about a place that they think might be part of Los Vikingos' operation. It's the Piñata Factory across town. Of course. Senor Smashies. The perfect... Perfect way to move cargo, inconspicuously. Of course. Who would think to look in a pinata? Nothing's ever <laughs> hidden in those. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rash. You take care of yourself, all right? Yeah, don't worry. I'm keeping an eye on it, and... Oh, no! They've seen me! Uh, and then you hear um, some yells, some gunshots, uh, and the phone starts uh, going... Rash! Rash! I slam the phone down in anger, and because I'm huge, it just explodes in quarters. <laughs> Don't worry, there's plenty of others nearby. It really doesn't yeah. matter that this one is out of out of service. Um, I, I, slab, you see Gurney smash a phone booth. 
Here we go again. We're coming for you, Mr. Tjorn, Bjorn, Mayor, whoever. I don't give a shit who's involved, but they're going down. Uh, and then you just see both of us running on like a wet street that's lit by the fire behind. And you cut to like the minivan stopping at our next location. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Gertie's like, I'm sorry I parked so far away. <laughs> well, the building was on fire. I... Yeah. Um, so you arrive at at, uh, at Senior Smashies, um, and uh, as you you pull up, uh, you find a um, a uh, sort of like um, a what, sorry, my brain completely broke. Uh, you find a uh, shattered uh, phone booth. Uh, the glass has been shattered. The phone is hanging, uh, and you, you can see some traces of blood, um, but no sign of uh, rash. I come over to the the payphone. I put my hand to the to the receiver and I say, it's "Still warm," and I hang it up. Uh, <laughs> All right, I want to read the situation because I got to figure out where they took Rash. So okay. I, I like I, I go into Navy Seal vision, and I'm like, sure. "I've seen violence. I know what happens." Uh, go ahead, uh, roll, please. Uh, and that's plus swagger. Great. That is a six. Six. Uh, all right. So you get one one question. Uh, what's my best escape route? Way in, way past. What enemy's oh, most vulnerable? Biggest threat? What should I be on the lookout isn't for? Isn't it six? I thought I had to go to seven to get Oh, you did okay. have to go to seven. I get nothing. nothing. I look uh, at it and I'm like... You've seen violence, but if there's one thing I know about Germany in 1990X, no phone booths. <laughs> Damn it. I knew I shouldn't have got close to him. <laughs> Whenever um, I get close to people, they die. You, uh, before you, uh, in the light of the, the setting sun, uh, you see... Uh, Senior Smashies, a sort of massive uh, industrial area uh, building, because of course you're in the industrial area where every building is a nondescript, like three-story brown building, but with a with a large uh, jolly sign um, with uh, a pinata from like pinata donkey from that weird Xbox game that was like really popular for like a hot minute. Um, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what you see. There there seems to be a little bit of blood outside the booth, um, but. Uh, no sign of rash. You turned in your gun, didn't you? I did. And you dumb badge. bastard. Well, you're strong. And I'm mean. So how about you take this? And I just slap out my nightstick baton and then offer it to him. And then I pull out my gun. I'm like, it's yeah. time for us to dish out some justice for those orphans. They don't have a home tonight. But tomorrow, they'll have a corpse to sleep under. And I'll, I'll take the nightstick and I'll say, uh, this isn't how we do things by the book. But then again, I'm off duty. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give you guys one point of camaraderie for hey, we're back for the uh, bad boys for life moment you just had. Plus two. All right, so um, you uh, rush up to uh, the entranceway to Senor Smashies, um, and uh, inside you you can hear uh, the the telltale sounds of uh, pinata sorting. Um, the uh, it's closed for the night, but uh, that's never stopped you before. Um, you see a bunch of windows, kind of um, like one level up from from you, so on the second story, or I guess the first floor rather. Um, there's the front doors. There's likely like a, a back entrance of some sort, uh, but you'd have to go around the building to find out. And you notice that it's got a fence on either side. Um, for the the window, can we approach from the ground without 
without hitting the fence, or is the fence basically uh, the fence? So basically, think of it as like the the wall facing the storefront, like yeah. facing the the street is kind of like the storefront wall. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it goes back, there's a fence that the fence sort of extends back. backward. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll, so uh, this is basically the facade of the building is the front part of the fence, if that makes okay. sense. So then I'll um, I'll run up to the front of the building under the window and I'll put my back against the wall and I'll fold my fingers into like a foothold and I'll gesture to... Uh, uh, to the slide. old co-op video game maneuver. That's right, yeah. Let's man ladder this. Navy SEAL style. Uh, and then I run forwards and I'm like, also a dead. Uh, and I throw <laughs> myself up to, to try to climb in the window or whatever. Um, okay, so uh, can you roll a stunt for me there, Ryan? Uh, you can use muscles or agility since you're kind of like hoisting yourself up. Since we're both doing this, can I assist in any way? Uh, sure. Yeah, you can give him a plus one. Okay. Cool. Six. Hey, everybody. Tom McGee here, your friendly neighborhood DM. And I just wanted to thank you so much for listening to our shows. I hope you're having a great time. Obviously, we are. I'm probably really stressed because they're, they're probably doing something horrible to me right now. But uh, I hope you're enjoying it. And uh, we're enjoying you being here. And listen, if you want to get a little bit more involved uh, in our show and with the various things we do, you can check out patreon.com slash dice where you can find more information about how you can become a part of the show, how you can screw with me on air, how you can add names and all that sort of stuff. And it's a great way to support us and our ongoing dumb adventures. So thanks very much for joining us. And I will see you out there in the dumbverse. Plus my one and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'd roll bad. Well, first um, time for everything, I guess. And you, you just hear me say like a dad, but you're so strong. It just backflips me and I hit the dirt. Yeah. Uh, you, he, you back, you backflip him, uh, and time slows Max Payne style. And like his hands go up as if he's got two guns, uh, and his jacket billows behind him. And then, uh, he, he lands looking very dramatic. Oh man, that really smarts that shoulder. I got shot in. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> That's um, still fresh. <laughs> you can hear uh, you can hear uh, shouts from upstairs. You, you think you hear someone say like, "Hey, I think I just saw a man do a backflip." Uh, we should uh, we should wait by the front door, you know, on either side, up against the wall. Wait for them to come out and surprise them. They're going to come and check on the commotion. Do you know what I like? Even when you're a renegade, you're by the book. Uh, and then I go over to the other side of the door to be sure. ready. So the double doors get booted open, and um, two guys come out wearing, uh, like, um, think like a, um, if you're at, like, a car plant, like, gray jumpsuit zipped up with a belt and, like, a name tag uh, that says Senior Smashies. Uh, and they both come out with um, uh, pinata bats. Um, and uh, one of them is like, I told those stinking acrobats to stay away from our windows. Um, and then uh, the second they step out of the door, uh, you both move to cold cock them. Uh, so let's say uh, violence for both of you, please, to see if you can knock these two guys out. And this will be plus muscles. Nine for me. That's a four. I swing one-handed, but it's my bad shoulder again because I'm, I'm not just not used to being injured. All right, so um, you both swing. Um, uh, Gertie, you you connect uh, soundly. Um, however, uh, you also have to choose a choose a yes. downside. Uh, you inflict harm, but you take some too. You inflict harm, but are driven back. You inflict harm, but a friend is hurt badly in the fight. Well, I won't badly hurt my friend, so I will say that I'll take some harm as well. Hopefully, uh, so I can actually take this guy out. 
Sure. So um, you smash him in the back of the head, and as he, he pinwheels to the ground, he just swings his bat around and knocks you in the side of the head. Uh, there's no candy in there, only good detective work. Um, <laughs> so take one harm. Okay. Um, Ryan, uh, you swing uh, with uh, the butt of your pistol, uh, but your shoulder still really hurts, and that backflip certainly didn't help. Um, unfortunately, uh, this particular worker also spends a lot of time uh, learning martial arts. Um, so he drops the bat and full-on, um, like, Jackie Chan's your gun. Um, so just clicks the slide back, the gun falls apart, and he tosses the pieces off to one side. Oh, damn. Uh, and then faces you down. Uh, is my guy out, or are we both Yeah, he's injured? out. No, he's, okay, he's done. Great. Uh, <laughs> and I just, uh, Henry Cavill reload my arms, <laughs> which, like, hurts on the one side, but I do it anyways, and I'm like... All right, karate guy, you dance good, but let's see how you dance up close. Uh, and then I will close in to try to, I, I'm going to try to MMA street fight him uh, versus his karate skills. Okay, go ahead and roll a killer one-liner, so plus swagger. That's a five. Okay, no good. Um, I trip as I approach him. Like, you did up close. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you, you put your hands up to MMA fight, and he immediately does one of those things where if he had a stick or nunchucks, it's like the, the Bruce Lee intimidation dance where he just, like, does a bunch of cool shit, and uh, you realize that this guy's going to kick your ass. But, Gurney, what do you yeah. do? You've Gurney, you look over and realize I've had a head injury, so I'm still, <laughs> like, I'm doing cool stuff, but I'm, like, weaving even on my feet. I want to, like, full-on linebacker tackle this guy back through the doorway. So I basically run at him, grab him, and kind of like by the waist, and kind of yep. like raise up a little bit so that his head hits the door frame as we go through. All right. And I tackle uh, him into the building. Yeah, roll for roll for violence, please. Eleven. Damn, son. All yeah. right, so you get to pick three. Inflict terrible harm. Target drops something. Target is knocked down. You make a mess. Something explodes. Hit an area. You escape or close in? Well, uh, I would like to do um, terrible harm to this guy just so that he's out of the game. I want him to drop something, hopefully something good. Um, and uh, let's close in so like we, we I, like, I get inside with him. I get inside the building with him. Um, all right. So, um, yeah, you crack his head off, off the top and you, you see the lights go out. Um, and uh, as, uh, as, as you fall in... Uh, he drops a walkie-talkie, um, and uh, on it, uh, you can just hear um, a gruff voice say, Well, did you hit them with the bats? And I, like, <laughs> I like my eyes go, like, wide to slab. It's like, you, me, who's going to pick that thing up? And I, I point at him. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll kind of... Uh, I point at you, and then the finger just trails down, and I fall over, and then have to pick <laughs> myself up again. I'll like nervously pick up the radio and say, uh, uh, "Yeah, we we got him." Oh, that is good because I just heard from the mayor that uh, we will be moving ahead with the longboat regatta in the morning. Oh, yeah, like yeah, it's like my it's <laughs> my yarp. It's like it's yeah. all like that. <laughs> Yeah, good. Didn't you have a slick Spanish accent before? Yeah, I, <laughs> I did. Oh, well, in that case, hello, police cops. I see you finally found my factory. This won't change anything. 
We are very far ahead of schedule. We're hot on your heels, Carl. Or Jarl. <laughs> El Jarl. Please, my friends call me Tjorbjorn. Well then, yeah, well, stick they, to El Jarl, asshole. That's good, because you're not my friend. <laughs> and then uh, you hear fire alarm go off, uh, and all of a sudden, all the racks of piñatas start moving, uh, and you realize that uh, you're unfortunately on the showroom floor where they have those like dry-cleaning racks full of piñatas yeah. uh, that are just cycling <laughs> you know, uh, this month's models uh, around. Uh, and you're uh, being, you know, in the... In 1990X, uh, you know, it's all, all your favorites are there. The Lion King, Woody <laughs> Allen's ants, like just all the all the those childhood favorites. Um, and uh, you're yeah, you, you find yourself surrounded by pinatas, but you can see someone moving behind them, moving through the shadows like uh, with weapons. The movement of this cascading. Yep. You can tell yeah. goons goons are flooding the uh, flooding the factory floor. And I I just turned to Gurney. Uh, and I pick up the nunchucks from the guy who dropped them on the floor because I left my gun outside because I have a head injury. And I just say, keep their focus. I'm going to be like a shadow. Uh, and then I knock a pinata aside and I just grab the thing and I just start riding. Yeah, you knocked one off from the men in black line. So it's just like <laughs> K, J, and U. Um, and they're all like weirdly misshapen and you're kind of beat up. So like eh, it works. Um, so, uh, Ryan, go ahead and roll me a stunt roll, please. Four. <laughs> uh, the pinatas are half your size. Um, <laughs> Still doing it. Head injury. I understand. Uh, okay, Wicked. So, um, yeah, you can tell there's goons kind of flooding in. Um, in the, the distance, uh, You like over the mic, you can hear... Um, Torbjorn uh, yelling to his crew to get get the longboat in the water. He's like, load up the rest of the drugs and get the boat in the water. We've got a regatta to get to. Uh, per Slab's instructions, I'm going to head straight up the middle. Um, if I try to run like the full length of the room, what do I find at the other end of the room? Uh, the other end of the room, there's a small staircase that leads up to like uh, the office floor uh, for all the you know international executives of uh, Senior Smashies. Um Beyond that, um, there seems to be like a shipping depot uh, on the back. Um, you can see kind of a set of like there's a small ramp and a set of double doors that, that lead back into into the guts. Uh, again, this is kind of the showroom floor. They got to make the pinatas somewhere, and it looks like back there yeah. is where they might do it. Might also be a good place to decorate a longboat. Right. Okay. So I'm gonna run the length of this showroom floor, just kind of like shouting. Uh, I'm just gonna say, uh, "Police cops!" I. <laughs> I'm right here, El Jarl. Are you afraid to face me? And I'll run into the kind of production room. Okay. Um, so to find a, as you a run, um, you will be attacked by, by the goons in the shadows. Um, so I need you to roll me a stunt roll, please, to try and get past. Because basically, as you start running, suddenly you just hear gunfire and the pinatas start to explode around you as they, they a crossfire opens up. Right, right. Okay. Uh, there's just candy and rockets and chocolate coins raining from the skies. Smarties, uh, if you're an American listener, is what I mean. Those <laughs> tiny candies that no one but me likes. Uh, I'm assuming because I'm just running, it's probably going to be agility instead of muscles, right? Ye- um, 
Or are you like hurling things out of your way? That's yeah, like if this is a bull rush, I would take muscles. Uh, if you're trying to duck, yeah. dodge, dip, dive, and dodge, but no, I feel like for you, not, this is yeah. more of like a ah! the juggernaut, bitch. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, so then that is exactly with all the extra stuff added, a ten. Thankfully. All right. Cool. Uh, so you get a, a plus one forward, uh, and. Um, yeah, you just kind of like run straight ahead it's in slow motion. It's like the fucking man the iron mask when everyone's shooting at the musketeers. And because you're running in slow motion, you're somehow fine. Um, but uh, yeah, as you you kind of rush the doors, you uh, thank your lucky stars for such well-built pinatas. Mm-hmm. Um, this week's episode is brought to you by Senior Smashies, uh, a business I might start after COVID. Uh, Ryan, um you are, are hanging for the thing. You can see all these shadows moving uh, moving in the dark, uh, and they're all opening fire on Gurney. What do you do? Okay, we're trying to get to the next room. He hasn't been hit, right? Like, he got through clean? Yeah, and they're because they're focused on him, they aren't paying any attention to you. So you can also just, like, literally hang tight. And despite so here's, your shit roll, you might make it through. I was going to say, here's what I picture, Tom is that this actually has, like, they, they go around and travel, and then it rises up through the ceiling, through correct. one of those grates to there. <laughs> that is I'm how just going to ride it through. I'm like, I'm going to ambush El Jarl on the other side. And I'm up there just being like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him so good. All right. Um, yeah, sure enough, you go up, and then the two of you burst into the, the factory floor uh, from different directions. Um, Ryan, uh, Slab comes up through the top, um, and you can see in here that, like, this is clearly, like, there's there's lots of stations for people to, like, put together the pinatas and then they come out through this route. So you're kind of on the back end of that. Um, and, uh, directly ahead of you, you can see, um, there's a, there's a massive man at the back of the room. Um, and, uh, he's wearing a, uh, a fur lined poncho that has like cold weather fur up around the neck. Uh, but otherwise is, is like a, a classic man with no name poncho. Um, he's wearing a, uh, a mighty wide brimmed sombrero, uh, that comes up into a spiked Viking helm. Nice. Um, and uh, to your horror, he's got a chain gun hanging off his back um, that is like built into a mariachi case uh, of like a guitar, not unlike the uh, the fucking um, Rodriguez El Mariachi. El Mariachi. Um, and uh, he's he's ordering a bunch of boats into the water. Uh, it seems that uh, this this entire facility backs out onto a. Uh, the uh, one of the local canals that leads to the lake, and uh, through the window you can start to see the first rays of sunshine um, as uh, a new day breaks. And as everyone knows, longboat regattas always start at daybreak. Uh, so to your alarm, this thing's going down now. Uh, this might be your only chance to stop him. Um, you're up on the second level where there's like a catwalk. There's like the classic um, floor manager's office. Uh, and then there's all those like hanging pot lights, uh, like those big industrial ones. I was um, just saying, Tom, is there a point where there is a conveyor belt that might ride down from the top to the factory floor? There is, but you're gonna have to ride through all the decoration machines. Oh, I, I'm totally fine with that. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I gotta do. All right. Uh, so go ahead and roll me a stunt roll, please. Um, and Tyler, you bust in. You see the same thing. Um, you're down at the ground level. You can see uh, all the like fine detail pinata stations um but you can also see uh, a couple of them have been cracked wide open and are full of avocados uh you can also see a bunch of the uh, orphan packed longboat regatta ration crates being loaded 
Um, it seems they're using a dual-pronged operation and might be going global. It says, you know, everywhere but New Cargo is crazy for piñatas. Um, so I just busted through these, like, double doors kind of thing, yep. right? So there's guys with guns behind me. So I think I've got to slam both of those doors shut and, like, kind of, like, barricade them with my large body mm-hmm. till I can find something to, like, wedge into the handles or something like that. Sure, yeah, you, you could just do that. There's, I mean, you know, the art of piñata building requires many heavy things. So okay, you move, yeah. like, uh, the local piñata smelter in front of the uh, the doors. Okay. Uh, and then you knock, like, an employee drink machine um, over and, and there you hear pounding on the other side uh, like, we're stuck out here let us in to be goons goons <laughs> I'm assuming my entrance <laughs> being more noisy has gotten yeah, some attention you see, you see uh, El Yarl uh, turn but it's like a, um, like a weird like Hideo Kojima like clearly an anime like he looks <laughs> over his shoulder and grins and you see his, his mighty um, many uh, braided beard um, and um, he he uh, just smiles and says, "Ole, everybody!" Uh, and suddenly um, they uh, they whip out their guns, and um, the the people loading the boats, a couple of them like rush forward uh, and start opening fire at you. You need to dive for cover. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll me a stunt, please. And that sounds more like agility. I'm assuming. Yep. So that's a nine. Nine? Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, you manage to uh, dodge, um, but I am going to... Yeah, I'm going to take a move against you. Um, oh, it's ten, because I forgot the plus one for my last successful stun. I'm oh, sorry. hey, no worries. I keep worries. forgetting about the, pl- the carry All good, forward. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All good. So, yeah, you, you dive behind one oh, of the other vending okay. machines. Okay. It's, it's a good thing pinata building is such <laughs> thirsty work. Um, so, so whichever, uh, that's another plus one, so whichever plus one forward again. Great. Uh, so whichever soda company, uh, is sponsoring this particular film, you don't dive, dive behind one of their machines, um, and think about how refreshing a vitamin water might be at this point. It's a new product. It's not out yet. It'll be out in 10 years. Um, so, uh, yeah, gunshots start tearing it up. Um, uh, soda starts spraying in hilarious streams. Um, and, uh, looking around, you realize you have no idea where slab is. Um, these guys pretty much have you pinned down. What's your plan for getting closer? What am I taking cover behind? Uh, a vending machine. A drink vending machine that's getting shot up. <coughs> um, I will, uh, 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 from like a really, really low stance behind the vending machine, start pushing it forward <laughs> and start closing in with it uh, um, until I can get to like the next piece of stronger yep. cover what's uh what's the uh drink machine appropriate line you say as you do this um i uh, uh the, the glass like shatters and stuff like that and I'm, I'm i'm like bushed from like having to like run into that that other room and stuff like that so we're just kind of like reach over and pull out a delicious satisfying what it's 1990x a pepsi crystal something like that yeah 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 <laughs> It's new Coke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This will be around forever. Yeah, new Coke. So I take a drink of, oh, God. And I, <laughs> like, oh, tastes terrible. Yeah, uh, we were sponsored by Pepsi, but we put new Coke in the film for this scene. Uh, and and uh, just, Nowhere near as refreshing as a Pepsi Crystal, I'll tell you what. And just the anger at, like, why, why would you have messed with 
something that like there was nothing wrong with to begin with. Uh, just like <laughs> the frustration is what drives me to push this yeah. thing forward. Uh, all right, so yeah, so you you jam the machine up uh, up the ramp towards them. Um, slab, uh, what did you roll in your stunt? I rolled a twelve. Nice. You dip dip dog uh, dip dodge dip. Fuck, I can never get dodge, through dip, it. duck, dive, and dodge. Yes, thank you. Uh, as though you were dodging wrenches, um, and uh, you know, a machine comes out to put like silly eyes on you, and you duck because there are no. The only eyes you need are the ones who have their eyes on justice. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, Tom, I gotta, I gotta pitch for this ride through. So I dodge the first things that'll make me look stupid, but then the men in black decorators come out. So I just hold position until I look flawlessly like a pinata. And it's like that weird Sherlock Holmes thing. Sure. <laughs> just, I, Robert Downey Jr. I, like yeah, I blend flush. in perfectly as I come out. And yeah. I realize there's the slide, but this rack goes right over Torbjorn. <laughs> so I just keep riding. Yep, and because yell, how else are you going to load pinatas on a boat? Exactly. Obviously. And then I yell down at him and I'm like, hey, Torbjorn, you like jokes? And he like looks around all confused yep. and I'm like, Cause I love gallows humor, uh, and then I release and come down at him with nunchucks. Out yeah, of go the ahead, sky. roll roll violence, please. <laughs> with nunchucks. <laughs> that is an eight. Uh, okay, so you can choose one. Uh, inflict harm. You take some too. Inflict harm. Driven back. Inflict harm. But a friend is hurt. I'm going to inflict harm and take some too. I'm I, I'm, I'm going to dance. So um, you come come swinging down with your nunchucks. Um, but uh, as he turns, he whips the uh, the Gatling gun off his back, and you see that hidden beneath the poncho on the body of the guitar case is an axe. Uh, so he swings it around uh, mightily at you, and there's just a, a moment of, like, he takes the nunchuck to the side of the head, he swings the axe, it splits the pinata, um, but also wounds you for one harm. Uh, he will take one harm as well. Uh, and you you fall. Unfortunately, you're trapped in the pinata still. There's a lot. Like you look cool, but there's a lot of pinata around you. Uh, cool. So and I have to take to, my smile through the pain check. Struggling to to shrug off pinata mess. Okay, so I get to. I'm gonna save uh, an automatic ten plus on a killer one liner move at some point. Cool. Um, so he swings the axe, um, and then uh, we cut to Gurney. Um, he, you see him swing the axe, uh, and uh, he turns back to you and he yells, Get back, police cops! I have something you want! I try to, like, peek over cover and, and see what's going on. Um, you see uh, one of his henchmen step forward uh, with a gun to uh, rash his head. Uh, he looks pretty roughed up. Uh, and this sends me into a, a, a rage, um, and I'm going to uh, I'm going to use the yeller's uh, sheer terror ability. I'm just going to yell: um, uh, If you touch him, I'm going to bring this whole place down on all of you. Just like unhinged, no longer by the book. It's about just getting the job done. You're it's just about the vending machine, chief. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All uh, right, cool. So I'm gonna roll my sheer terror, and I'm gonna use my forward, my plus one. Now that I'm keeping count on that. Well, it's not good on the dice. So three, plus one, four, five, plus three is eight on sheer terror. Uh, all right, and what do you get from sheer terror? 
Uh, on a 7 to 9, I pick one of these outcomes, but the noise alerts an enemy or group of enemies to my presence. They attack immediately. They'll be here any second, no matter where I am. So, a single person of my choice flees immediately. A group makes a fighting retreat, hastily but organized. Someone falls down. Someone's grip on an item is lost. And I basically want to frighten this man holding a gun to Slab's head so badly that he drops the gun and hopefully gives Slab a chance. You mean to Rash, right? Rash, yeah. Rash, I'm sorry, yes. Yep. Sorry about that. No worries. Uh, yes, uh, uh, and so that Rash can hopefully um, arm himself. I want the guy to be scared and, and drop the gun. Uh, yeah, so he freaks out and he, he drops the gun. Um, and, and Rash, like, nods to you and then he stomps on the guy's foot. Um, and uh, he he kind of, like, leaps onto one of the boats. Uh, Slab, what do you do? Great. I want to look at El Jarl, uh, and I'm going to use my ability called Sticks and Stones. And I just, I start hauling myself up in my pinata costume. El Jarl, you mind if I call you Carl? I'm going to call you Carl. So, Carl, I don't <laughs> know if people have told you, but you look like an idiot. And I don't mean culturally. I mean you as a person. <laughs> you have just dumb cow eyes you hid stuff in a boat i'm not i bet you can't even read you are dumb as a bag of hammers my friend and i'm in a goddamn hammer factory uh, and you just watch him get angrier and angrier as this keeps going uh and then we see the result of me trying to make him grumpy oh that's a very good result i rolled a 12 <laughs> at which point uh I will choose that my enemy does something stupid and then attacks me because those are, he has to attack me at the end. That always happens. Um, he, uh, he just looks at the two of you and he's like, you two are interfering with my love of regattas. Um, and then uh, he glares at you. He glares at Gurney and then he does something tremendously stupid. He puts an axe right through Rash's chest. Uh, and you watch Rash just, like, fall backward into the boat. Um, and uh, as he does so, he just yells, Police cops! Uh, and then uh, collapses dead. Um, and uh, he turns around and he goes, Oops, perhaps I misread the situation because I can't read! Uh, and then he swings his axe uh, at you, um, Slab. Great. Uh, but while he does that, this is what I've been waiting for the whole time. Uh, I want to dive under it in a roll uh, because he left his chain gun on the ground. <laughs> He's been busy. <laughs> chain gun is up. attached to the X. So it's a, a, it's a guitar case. A chain gun is coming out of the neck of the guitar and there is axe on the back. So he is swinging the chain gun swinging as chain an axe. Gun at you. Oh, I didn't get that at all. That's wild. Okay. There's um, a handgun on the ground. If he killed there is Rash, a hand. There is a pistol on the ground. Yeah. Oh, yeah. then yeah, I'll do the same dive, but just for the gun. I want to come up and, come up and between, shoot him. Yep, sure. Go well, for it. Well, and the whole the whole key to this, though, is it's not just a leap forward and a roll. It's the hands on the gun, and I look back so I can see the back of Torbjorn's neck because I know whoever's got that Viking tattoo is the one who killed Nick Gallows. <laughs> um, there is no Viking tattoo. Then this is for Rash. <laughs> Here's the thing. Sometimes you get a rash down low, and sometimes you get one right on your face. Uh, and then I would like to use my 10, uh, <laughs> use my ten plus for a one-liner, <laughs> which lets me add... Uh, plus one plus, to your next roll. Plus one. Uh, here, here's, 
here's where I think we could have some fun with this. Um, this is so stupid, but I love this. Uh, I would like to, I can use it to impress my buddies and add plus one to camaraderie. And then I don't know if this is possible, Tom, but instead of shooting the gun, I would like to drop kick Torbjorn. And then if he can fall uh, in a camaraderie move, <laughs> Gurney can push a vending machine onto him. <laughs> uh, sure, well, we can try that. We'll see how, how the dice go. Okay. So our camaraderie is plus three. Do we roll camaraderie? Do I roll a No, you, you roll a this, separate Tom? camaraderie move. Uh, so roll plus camaraderie. Both of us? Um, just me I think just you, because okay. Ryan's using his to position you correctly. Okay. Pretty good. Uh, eight plus three, eleven. All right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Bjorn stumbles back, and you just fucking shove the the drink machine onto him. Uh, he's a heavy dude, like he's a big guy, so he crashes onto his back. Uh, it, it'll deal him harm. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's looking pretty damaged, uh, but he shrugs it off his shoulder um, and uh, just kind of like shakes his head off, and his braided beard flips everywhere. Um, and uh, he uh, just looks at the tube and he says, "Well, it seems like you're getting the best of me, and that's not something a Hernandez stands for." Um, and he leaps hugely up in the air and lands uh, on the boat next to the one that uh, Rash is in. He's like, the least I can do is give him a Viking funeral. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And he just opens up with the chain gun uh, and hits explosives in that boat, which bursts into flame and explodes, knocking you both back. Uh, And you see him take off on his motorized longboat um, out into the, uh, the port. And you can see already the crowds are arriving for the rushed regatta that has moved to this very morning and your criminal is getting away luckily there are a couple of other longboats and one of them has a label on the side that catches your eye gurney and says built by jimmy <laughs> okay yeah i pointed that one and I'm, I'm just like get in and we do we just jump into it and, and start it up all right so you guys tear off after uh Tior bjorn uh, who you can see is like holding his shoulder. Uh, you see the rashes flaming boat behind you, full lethal weapon style. You cut through the flames, uh, <laughs> and uh, now you are you're in a speedboat chase. Uh, is this with, a nineties movie Tor- or an eighties movie? Because it's, it's all of them, Tyler. Like it's all of them. Um, so Tiorbjorn's getting away. Um, you're you're speeding out after him. Uh, you can already see a bunch of longboats, uh, and you see him kind of like gesturing to them uh, and firing his, his chain gun in the air uh, and the, the boats all start going. Um, in, in the distance, we see uh, the um, new cargo sort of mayoral booth overlooking the, uh, the water uh, and you see Mayor Castle sitting up there with Commissioner Luna um, and uh, the DA... Ellen Morrison. Ellen Morrison. Uh, and they're all kind of watching... Um, as soon as you tear out your boat, uh, you see uh, Captain Belushi chomping his cigar, and he sees you, and his cigar falls out of his mouth. Uh, and you just see, hear him yelling, Slab and Gurney! Uh, as you tear tear away after uh, after Tjorbjorn. Uh, what is your strategy for, for catching up to him and taking him out? If Keep in I'm... mind, he's like turned around and is like firing streams mm-hmm. of bullets back across you that are cutting up the water. 
I'm imagining you're driving, right, if Tyler? I'm, if I'm driving, maybe I could get you close enough that you can jump onto his boat. So and I it's, think it's it's melee instead of ranged combat then. And that's then, great. And I've got one clip worth of pistol rounds, so I'll just be trying to shoot him or keep him down as we close in. Okay, sure. Um, so yeah, it, it's one of those like classic, like ducking under, popping up, firing off a couple rounds. Yeah. Um, the other boats start bumping into him uh, because clearly all the civilian pilots um, aren't aren't as good as uh, at moving cargo. You get the sense he was going to move several of his longboats out as part of the regatta and then take off into international waters, but unfortunately, like using a ramp to like lower like back of their course like they boat are. in yeah yeah they got to like, back their fishing boat in and and we just like just because because it's a regatta boat it's like skinny so we just like come up the ramp like the wrong yep. way and like take into the air and stuff like that yeah yeah you just see don johnson go oh <laughs> uh, as you you fly over um and uh yeah um sh- sure enough um uh, slab you run out of ammo um but you see uh, he's looking at his gun as well and also seems to be uh, low on bullets. Um, as, uh, as the longboat is thrust into the air, kind of crossing vertically uh, on a diagonal over top of his boat, uh, you look down uh, and you see the glint of a short sword. Great. I'm diving for that short sword, baby. It's Great. time. So you grab the, the short sword uh, and then you, you turn back to Gurney and the two of you make eye contact just before you leap over the side. What do you say? We should do the the Schwarzenegger Carl Weathers like like handcraft thing, right? And then yeah. I can throw you over to the boat. <laughs> uh, what do you say as you toss him? Um, uh, um, I'll uh, I'll look him in the eye and say like, "Today, my family got one man bigger," and I throw you. And then on the way out, I'll say. <laughs> Don't forget my son. <laughs> and then I'll fly over the other boat. Uh, so you you fly downward like Link dropping in Smash Brothers style. Uh, you see Torbjorn throw off his uh, furred poncho um, and kind of like swing the axe uh, above his head. Um, and uh, as you land, he just says, just remember, if you kill me, you'll never find out what happened to your partner, Nick Gallows. Uh, and then he rushes at you with the axe. What do you do? And I look at him, and I stand there with the sword in my hand, and I just have a flashback, and I see the axe hit Rash in the chest, and I just see it over and over, and I see his face shocked, and I see him fall, and I see blood go down, and I just see Torbjorn look happy. And I don't care about Nick Gallows right now. I'm doing this for a man I could have loved. Uh, (laughs) And it's just like, now it's full samurai shit. Go ahead and uh, do violence. This is great. (laughs) That is a six. Oh, no. Um, All right. So um, you come in with the sword, but uh, unfortunately he doesn't fight uh, the same way uh, the mafia uh, foot soldiers did with their short swords um, and their uh, their their blades. So, well, you're kind of keeping like a low low grip like samurai thing. Uh, he's just coming in with brute force. Uh, so he just cuts across you uh, and does a point of harm as he smashes you to the deck. Where does that put you at? Three. That puts me at three. Uh, and then he raises it uh, just sort of back up over his head. Uh, and of course, he's monologuing the whole time. He's like, "You couldn't just let my longboat distribution company move my avocado toast." 
Why? Because you dumb bastard. <laughs> One of us believes in justice and the other's going to die. Uh, and then I, I lunge back in with the sword again. Yep, go ahead and uh, I, do violence again. Um, meanwhile, Gurney, uh, your boat has landed and you did like a fishtailed. You kind of crashed around uh, another one. You probably went through like a civilian boat. And you see like <laughs> uh, the pilot in his like weird Viking regatta outfit being like, hey, that's like, not in the rules. Or my shoulder like, you can file a complaint. My badge number is this. I will. <laughs> and then you see him like trying to swim to shore in his waterlogged costume. Um, know your rights at all times. <laughs> um, and... Uh, yeah, uh, you can see that the fight is, is not going um, in uh, Slab's favor. Um, but uh, also you can see there are other um, clearly uh, Norwexican uh, uh, longboats uh, making for international waters. And if there's one thing you know about international waters, once they get there, they can live like kings. There's nothing you can do to stop them. Uh, so I've got to I've got to pull my boat up to the closest one of the pack, the the one yep. the straggler, if there is one. Sure. Uh, and I want to abandon my boat that's been kind of smashed up a little bit. Try to throw this guy off uh, into the water and and then rev up and and. Catch so you up just to the like rest. you pull up beside him and then you just merge. Uh, yeah, yeah, like you yeah. did uh, on the thing you run to yeah. the edge of the boat. Lead. Yeah, I'll put my hand up for like merging over. Yeah. Like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> Um, so, uh, you, uh, drop, uh, you look up and, um, to your, your shock, uh, it's Eric Larojo. He's gently singed, uh, but he clearly survived the explosion, which mm. might explain why no definable body was found. Uh, he throws off his cloak. He says, oh, we meet again. Uh, and I'll, I'll say... Eric LaRojo, but I watched you die. I had a fire retardant blanket in my mariachi outfit. It's very convenient for, for metalworking, my other passion. Then I guess I'll just have to drown you, and I, like, jump <laughs> off of my boat. <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead and roll for a stunt, please. <laughs> I know your one weakness. Drowning. Uh, ten. Uh, you knock him into the water and uh, you hold him down. And uh, though once you thought flame would extinguish his life, instead you've made sure it's the water. Uh, and then uh, eventually once he stops flailing, you toss him off the side of the boat and you have yeah. control of his boat. Um, Slab, what do you do? All right, I'm, I'm, I'm slamming back in there. But his last slash actually like ripped my coat off. So now it's just me, and it, the reveal is he's dressed like Max Payne, but his shirt actually has no sleeves. That's why he doesn't take the coat off. So he's just shredded, but he's like bloody and short sorty, and he's he's got his tie, uh, and he's just gonna go at him John Wick style. Uh, all right, so that one is a seven. All right, uh, so your options are uh, inflict harm, take some two, inflict harm, or driven back, inflict harm, but a friend is hurt. I'm going to inflict harm and take some, too. This is oh just God. to the death between these two. I'm ready. Uh, so screaming, uh, you slash forward, um, and you manage to, like, sort of get him under the ribs, um, and he just brings the the um, the chain gun part uh, that he's using as the, the, the haft of his blade uh, down on the top of your head, and it's still really hot because gun barrels are hot, yo. Um, and uh, so you'll take one point of harm. 
Um, and uh, it, it seems like this is this might might be how you go, Slab. You always thought it would end like this, just two men beating each other to death with weapons on the open sea. <laughs> uh, Gurney, there's still one more boat escaping, um, and you can see that uh, Slab is, is definitely in danger, but if you stop to help him, that boat will definitely escape. I'm going to offer you a devil's bargain. Oh, Tom. Yeah, okay, Wait, let's hear it. Um, I'll let you... I should have known even devil's bargains can make their way into this game. Goddamn right. Uh, I'll let you take out the other boat with your boat. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in the process, you'll leap onto the boat to help Slab. Uh, but uh, you will take harm from doing so. I can do that. Yeah. Cool. Um, so seeing uh, seeing the problem at hand, you floor it. Uh, you use uh, one of yeah. Can go ahead. I like flavor this one, please. Um, because I'm a, a a big guy, I can kind of like throw my weight to the back of the longboat, and so the front of the boat kind of arcs up, and so I don't even like crash into this other guy's boat. I stab him with it, and he gets carried off uh, off of his boat with it, and I just kind of like tumble off and land on his now unoccupied one. And like river and like rev it around and, and drive. Uh, so you back. rev it around, you drive back, um, and then you kind of smash up against the side of, of this the ship getting tossed into uh, into the uh, the lead longboat with Slab um, mm-hmm. and Chorbjorn uh, Hernandez. Uh, however, uh, as you come down, um, he just turns around and goes, "Welcome to the party, pal!" Uh, <laughs> and then he uh, hits you with the axe. Uh, you're going to take two harm. Okay. Uh, as uh, the, the axe slashes you viciously. Um, and he's like, that's right. I've seen Die Hard 2. I hope they make some sequels. Um, and then he turns his attention back to Slab. Slab, what do you do? Great. I think Slab is there. And he's like, no, he's got kids, you son of a bitch. And you know what? So do I. Uh, and I, he's, he's, now, now his shirt has actually been cut off in the stab. So he's just like bleeding, but he's shredded. Uh, but only when shown on camera from the neck down, because it's like hard cuts to Phil Hartman's face and then hard cuts to a shredded body from the neck down doing sword fighting. Your hair is uh, all stringy and like matted to your face. Yeah. Huh. Um, the other boat behind you explodes and now suddenly <gasps> there's fire on the water. Please tell me in every freeze. direction. Smoke rising. You can hear mass hysteria from the crowds. What do you do? Um, oh, I think Ryan might be frozen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to wait a minute. <coughs> Excuse me. It was too dramatic. Uh, I'm glad to hear you're, you're enjoying the direction this went, yeah, Tyler. This fantastic. Uh, great. Thanks, man. Oh, there we go. Oh, hey, uh, Ryan's I, back. I see him, but I can't hear him. Can you hear us, Ryan? Yeah, I can hear you guys. Oh, okay. there you are. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Tom. What were you saying? So the uh, hair's straggly. Yeah, you froze froze right after that. So like you were about to say Great. something exciting. Yeah, so I was literally like, <gasps> okay, so I'm coming forwards with the sword. Uh, and because I am so beat up and I'm smiling through the pain, I actually have a mildly obscene bonus to my violence skill because I get to add the amount of harm I've taken as a oh, bonus. And I've God. taken four harm. So I'm covered in blood. And this time... It's just like batting the chain sort of like the chain gun aside and then just like slashing him a little bit. 
and then doing it again. And it's like, this was from my mother, my father, <laughs> my sister, my brother. This one's for Nick Gallows. This one's for Rash. And then at the last one, I'm like, and this one's for me. Uh, and I rolled a 15, so I stab him. <laughs> uh, so you, you put the blade through his chest um, and... Uh, you know, you just like get the tip through, and like um, he does that thing uh, from the end of Star Trek Nemesis and other movies, where he just grabs the uh, like your hands. And he starts pulling himself towards you, uh, and there's just like blood gushing into his beard. Um, and uh, he he walks up and he just grabs your head and he starts smashing it off the um, the side as he starts to die. And slab, you know you've wounded him mortally. There's no way he's coming back from this, but the fucker just won't go down. Gurney, you rush in to stop him. He throws an elbow to your jaw. You hear a crack. You see spots. Um, everything seems to be going badly, and you, you can see spots uh, sort of clouding your vision. Uh, and specifically, you see, like, a red spot uh, that seems to be tracking along the back of his sombrero. Uh, and then all of a sudden, a gunshot rings out through the air, um, and Torbjorn's head explodes. Uh, and he, he falls sideways off the boat into the water. Um, and, uh, Slab, you and Gallows both look up, um, to see a masked sniper, uh, amongst the crowd, wearing, like, incredibly normal, like, person clothes, except for, like, a, a, a balaclava <laughs> and a giant rifle. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you see him put it up over, over his shoulder, uh, and as he walks away, Slab, you see a Viking tattoo on his neck. Uh, and then the two of you, lethal weapon style, like collapse laughing in the boat um, as it uh, as both just too wounded to move. As you hear police sirens and police longboats start pulling up uh, and, um, <laughs> and Tom, snow starts to fall. And yeah. I look to Gurney and I'm like, I forgot it was Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you have any plans for Christmas dinner? <laughs> well, I was going to have it with my family. That includes you now, Slab. Can I bring my boy Jimmy? Yeah. Yeah, we'd love that. Then as as you both uh, kind of uh, share a moment, uh, the police sirens come in and like one of the uh, one of the boats is like a Dodge Charger with pontoons. Uh, <laughs> and you can see um, Vin and Paul leaning out the windows um, and, uh, you know, like a, a giant... Uh, like construction scaffold like falls directly to where you are uh, and uh, Samo and Tucker come running down it uh, and all of the police cops arrive in thematically appropriate ways um, <laughs> and the camera kind of slowly pans up away as uh, as, as they, they gather you. Um, so uh, you're both back in the captain's office. Uh, it's a couple days later. You've both been discharged from the hospital uh, each of you has like a different injury so like slab you're like taped up and like your arms busted and like um gurney you've got like one of those weird uh three stooges head wraps uh yep. with some ice packs on your like jaw crush. <laughs> there's yeah. a new year's eve party happening behind us <laughs> yeah 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 um uh, gurney's wearing like a, a a party hat um and uh the captain's like well you sons of bitches were right turns out both orphanages were in on it. Orphans all the way down. <laughs> Luckily, we had a man come forward and tell us everything. You got a good son. You raised him well. <laughs> anyway, we've got more than enough to shut down the rest of the orphanages in other towns that are also building longboats. 
Also, they're an easy boat to keep an eye out for. Not many people use them, so we, we've managed to track down most of the avocado toast. Uh, still no leads on the guy who shot Torbjorn. He, he faded away into the crowd. His disguise was impeccable. There were just so many people in, in Calvin Klein shirts. We couldn't determine which one was him. Got away scot-free. But I realized through all of this that I forgot to give you two a Christmas present. And he pulls out two small boxes. He's like, so, on behalf of me, the mayor, who's very happy that we brought this group down just in time for re-election, and from the rest of us at the department, Merry fucking Christmas, Slab and Gurney. Um, and he slides you two boxes. I'll open my box. Inside, there's a badge and a gun. And I proudly wear both of them. And then under the badge and the gun in yours, there's a bunch of, like, requisition forms for uh, reobtaining a firearm. Um, and he's like, I left those in there for you because they thought you might like filling them out like a Christmas crossword puzzle. I, I, I'll fill it up right now. And I like get up and like leave the office. And I open mine up. Uh, you open yours up and inside uh, there's a gun, a badge and a file folder. And I open it up. Um, and it says uh, the uh, classified, unredacted gallows case. He's like, look, I pulled some strings. And it wasn't easy. I got to tell you, the chief wasn't too happy about you poking your nose back into this case. But D.A. Morrison really helped me out and did me a solid. After that time, I gave her a kidney. She kind of owed me one. <laughs> anyway, I think there might be more to this gallows case than we thought. So here's the folder. Maybe you and your partner can uh, see something that everybody else missed. And I say, thanks, Chief. And I go back out to Gurney's <coughs> desk, and I find him, and I say, Filling out the forms. Gurney, they were dumb enough to put me on the gallows case. That means I get what I want. And you know what else it means? I remember one little radio call that happened inside that factory where Torbjorn mentioned the mayor. Yeah, I was thinking about that, too. Well, you know what ties in? To linking the mayor to avocado toast? What? A certain neck tattoo and the murder of Nick Gallows. Uh, and I slam the file down on the desk and I say, We're at it again, you son of a bitch. And this time nobody dies. And uh, Gurney, you look down at the uh, page a day calendar that counts down to your retirement. And reluctantly, you reach out a large, meaty hand. And because it's for family... You flip it back another week. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, across town, uh, a battered mid-90X uh, Ford Taurus pulls up to, uh, like, one of those weird, like, gravel pile factories that are always in movies <laughs> for shady meetings. Um, and uh, a, a, a figure gets out. Uh, wearing a, an impeccable Calvin Klein shirt um, uh, with a rifle over his shoulder and a mask. Uh, and um, he uh, he says, uh, Sir, I, I did what you said, but uh, it would seem that uh, Tjör Bjorn wasn't up to it. We, we might, have to, uh, might have to lean on your friends in the mafia after all. Um, and... Uh, Stepping out of the shadows, uh, Mayor Damien Castle uh, smokes five cigarettes, as oh only God. a villain can. Uh, and he says, Oh, never trust Los Vikingos to do 
proper evil drug moving work. Says, uh, you did good. You did well. Almost as well as you did with Nick Gallows. Uh, and then he laughs and he smokes his five cigarettes. And um, the man in the mask just shakes his head. Says, I told you, Mayor. I hate it when you talk about me in the third person. And then he pulls off his mask, revealing the visage of Nick Gallows. Alive, well, and Viking tattooed. And the two of them share a laugh. uh, And the mayor scratches at the laser tattoo removal that still hurts the nape of his neck. And he says, well, I guess it's time then. Activate the traitor within the police cops. Uh, And then slowly the camera pans away. And we see the title card, slap the screen. It says, Slab and Gurney will return in. Keep your enemies close and justice closer. Uh, And then a remarkably uh, romantic ballad, rock ballad, plays over the credits. Definitely um, Brian Adams. Definitely Brian 100%. Adams for 90s. Uh, it's a with, Brian Adams and Seal uh, duet, actually. <laughs> Both of them. A kiss by a rose from the page is how they managed to get <laughs> the whole go. thing yeah. put together. Um, which brings us to the end. Our Police Cops One Shot features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, and of course, our fabulous DM slash storyteller, Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker, that's M-R-K-R on Twitter. This show's theme music is Gothic Trip with Thunder Horse by Damiano Baldoni, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you could join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks for listening. Smash that subscribe button and show your love to One Shots. DJ One Shots out of here. <laughs> Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, Sue One, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.